Hello, everybody, and welcome to the 17th episode of the Gopher Podcast. I'm Abby Gillespie, and this is... Zach Sloviak. I want to welcome our new listeners and our old listeners. We have an exciting interview with an, the best history teacher in the school, not Mr. Sloviak. And <laughs> we have some exciting news about sports and state competitions. And just a disclaimer, so you all understand she's saying the best history teacher not named Mr. Sloviak. No, 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 no. I'm saying the best history teacher, which is not Mr. Sloviak. I just put in my letter of resignation. Cue the band. (laughs) All right, Abby. Um, So I was thinking and... Over the weekend, it was kind of a long weekend because our little guy didn't get a whole lot of sleep and I felt like I was a zombie all day and that got me thinking, if there was like a zombie attack, which staff member would you want to be with? Like, who would you want to be fighting off zombies on this staff? Well, I know Mr. Becker has bats in his room, like Like baseball bats. So that could be helpful with fighting off zombies. And I feel like his loud voice could scare him away, too. I think it would attract the zombies. No. He'd scare them away, and they'd go eat people who are quieter. <laughs> so Mr. Becker would be your answer? Yep. That would be the person. Final answer. Oh, boy. Are Who's you sure? yours? Yep, I'm positive. I just don't think that's a very good one. <laughs> I mean, I guess you're picking someone here faster, then. So that might, that might be it, too. <laughs> that's Maybe true. Run faster. And he has weapons. And he has weapons. <laughs> <laughs> Baseball bat weapons. Um, yes. Huh. I think, actually, I would probably have to stay in the middle. I'm down to two. I'd stay either in the middle school and go with Mr. Clark, because you guys all heard his fighting pedigree. So he could take on some zombies, and I think that would be pretty good. Yeah. I mean, I also, like, he's a, he also is a farmer, so he'd know how to, like, if we get ran out of the school, like, he'd be able to make some food. He'd have everything. We'd kind of be safe. Um, I think, he, I feel like Mr. Clark would probably be my number one. But if, like... You'd say, like, I can't take Mr. Clark. My 1A would definitely, oh, man. That's a, I would probably, I think, like, the dark horse on staff for a zombie apocalypse <laughs> battle would, oh, easy. It'd be, it'd be Senor. Like, I think Really? Sen- yeah, I think Senor. He thinks outside the box so well that, like, a zombie would break into our room and he'd be like, all right, we're going to do this and this and it'd make no sense and it would work. So like, or he'd argue, he would argue a zombie to death. Yeah, I, I could see that. I could, I think he'd do that. <laughs> so I think Senor would be a good one too. Mm-hmm. Did you have a backup one? A backup? Um, like if Mr. Becker's, like, if Mr. Becker's a zombie, who are you? Yeah, I feel like Mrs. Geki would be able to do some sort of chemical reaction and Ooh, it would I, just wipe out all the zombies. That's a good one, too. I was thinking her because she walked by the room while we were talking. So, I, But uh-huh. I also th- I know she's a really good cook, so I was, that was, like, the selfish part of it. Where yeah. Like, she can, while I'm alive, at least I get some food from Miss Gecky. Right. <laughs> yeah, I think. So, zombie apocalypse. Mr. Becker or Mr. Clark? I think Mr. Clark easily wins. Easily. I don't know. <laughs> um, so there's a random conversation of the week. Um, if you guys have any amazing people on staff that you would pick, let us know. I'm, I'm curious to see who we are putting as our zombie apocalypse trainees. <laughs> but um, So, Abby, can you kind of give us this, the lowdown for the small town lowdown this week? 
Yeah, so we had some advancements to state and some state competitions in this past week. And spring sports will be starting up today. Yeah, sweet. Um, so run us down a little bit about the state competition that happened this last weekend. The wrestling team competed on Saturday, and Seth Getzinger took first, and Grady Schott took second, and A.J. Carver was also able to participate in the state competition. So was it the team or individuals? I don't know exactly how it works. Individuals. Okay. So yep. individuals went and wrestled in state this past weekend, and you said yes. Seth took first? Yes. Oh, con- congratulations, Seth Getzinger. That's pretty excited. With an undefeated season. Undefeated? That's like never losing. It is. It was pretty, he had some exciting matches, right? So yeah, I, I think it was a really tough bracket. Good. And he, I said, I think he won, not, just off the top of my head, I think he won 9-8 to eight in the semifinals, which is really, I mean, obviously he doesn't get any closer than one point. And then I think he won 7-5. to five. I think he won think in the so. championship. So that's awesome. Congratulations, Seth. And then Grady Shot also, he's a junior. Yes. And he took second. So he absolutely, he's in a really good spot for a senior year, right? I mean, right. there's only one better. And I, yeah. think he got, I think he got beat by a senior. I think I think, I the, I think the person that beat him was a four-time state champ, yes. if I remember right. So, I mean, that's pretty good. Yeah. But, um, <laughs> and then A.J. Carver also, I mean, he wrestled hurt all year. So, I mean, mm-hmm. it's, a, it's a crazy, it's awesome for him to be able to represent Chatfield and State. So, congratulations to all the wrestlers. Um, it was an awesome year. Uh, especially congratulations to those three that made it to State. So, Abby... What can you tell us about our Minnesota engineering team? The Minnesota engineering team is like a series of chain reactions. They have 20 steps and they competed. It's kind of like a smaller version of Rube Goldberg, which we've talked about before. And they competed this past Friday and took second overall. So they're going to be moving on to the next level and they'll be competing again soon. Awesome. Well, congratulations to Minnesota Engineering. Um, I do know that some students were talking about this in class, and they said that they felt like they were the best, so they're feeling really good about where they're at. Um, They said they didn't have to touch their machine at all, which I guess that's a big deal. Yeah, you get points docked if you touch your machine, and it also just looks better with it running all the way through versus having little hiccups where you have to start it over and stuff. Awesome. So congratulations to the Minnesota engineering team. Um, for the History Day side of this, I have, we're excited to announce that there are also, so the, we had three groups that were all recognized. Um, two groups are moving on to state, and the reason that it sounds like they're not exactly all three are is that just numbers. So like we can't, they, there weren't a lot of people doing History Day this year, and we had three really, really good projects this year, and. Um, two of the three groups are moving on. So we want to say congratulations to Lillian Hansen, Brennan Hill, and Josie Koenigs for moving on for, they were, I believe they were one of the most highly rated for our whole region in history day. And then also congratulations to Nathan Dietz for moving on for the individual exhibit. So um, those two groups will be moving on to state and we're excited to see what they do at state because I mean, both teams have a lot of potential. So, congratulations to them. I just hope that they don't quit on us like past History Day people. Come Uh, on. Let it go. Can't. Can't let it go. (laughs) Um, But yeah, congratulations to them. Um, Really, really good job on a really difficult year in History Day. So it's hard to keep that type of mindset when you're not really able to meet very often. So they did awesome. Yeah. And then, um, Abby, 
What do you want to tell us about spring sports? So all spring sports are starting today. They'll be obviously looking a little bit different and some masks and less teams at like track meets and golf and things like that just to ensure social distancing and like, stop the spread and stuff. But it's they still get to compete, which is a lot better than they got last year. Right, right. So what, do, what does track look like this year? Track will have two to four teams at every meet. And I think we're mainly competing with the same schools. So schools that have the same number of people as us. So we aren't running against ourselves. Gotcha. And we'll be wearing masks when we are not training or competing. So if you're just waiting around for your event to be called, you'll be wearing one. Uh, yeah, and then baseball obviously starts too, baseball and softball. Um, as of right now, it sounds like the Minnesota State High School League is deciding that masks will be worn in any team event. And I mean, whether people like it or not, like Abby said, it's way better than not having spring sports. So um, get out and start competing. It's exciting that there might be a full spring sports season, especially <laughs> especially if you look at the weather. It's like last year's weather was perfect for spring sports. And yeah. now it's looking like Mother Nature. Cross our fingers, knock on wood, we'll be able to do the same thing. Hopefully. So, good luck to spring sports. Um, and that transitions us right into our weekly press conference. We have a spring sport coach joining us. And Mrs. DeBoer is going to explain her role as a history teacher. The best history teacher. Mr. Becker, she's hating on you. And um, <laughs> also a track coach. So we'll get to hear a little bit from Mrs. DeBoer. We hope you enjoy. Hello, everybody. And today on the Gopher Podcast, we have Mrs. DeBoer, the other social studies teacher in the high school. Welcome to the podcast, Mrs. DeBoer. Hey, thanks for having me. Best department in the school. Hands down, not even <laughs> close. Um, so, Mrs. DeBoer, can you tell us a little bit about yourself, what you do in the school, um, how you're, what you're involved in, et cetera? Sure. Well, I teach social studies, and right now I teach mostly the juniors and senior social studies classes, like economics and world history and college in the schools, European history, and senior social. Outside of teaching, I also am one of the assistant track coaches where uh, the best event is definitely the hurdles. And I also volunteer with the cross country team and I am one of the Delta advisors. You're busy. <laughs> yeah, I try, try to be, I like it that way. <laughs> you're talking about how you're a hurdles coach. What is your advice that you give the hurdlers? Well, I don't wanna give away all my great speeches, <laughs> but I do say, and it's just a little teaser, that um, hurdles um, is all about the F words. <laughs> and that's not in a bad way. <laughs> right. Fear. I am afraid of hurdles. No, and it's, running. Nope. Um, it's about being like fast, <laughs> fast, and form those F words. Oh. So, <laughs> yes, to keep it school appropriate, of course. And <laughs> yes, and uh, we don't want to fall, so we try to avoid that F word. So, okay. There you go. That's where I was going with that. Gotcha. So, are you a runner yourself, or like what got you into doing things like hurdle and tracks? I have always loved to run since I was a, since I was a kid. Um, yeah, and I went out for track when I was in high school, and I was like long distance running, um, and I did run cross country in high school. 
But the track coach just watched some drills that I was doing and said, you have good footwork. Would you be interested in trying the hurdles? And I thought that sounded like fun. And so I ran hurdles in, um, in high school, uh, track. And so I've just really liked them ever since then. That's an interesting perspective of fun. It's another F word. It is. Have you continued on and carried running through your own personal life then? I do. Currently right now, um, I have a knee injury, so I can't run. But yes, I've pretty much been running for 30 years, I would say, of my life um, to age myself there. But yes, I love running. It's, it's one of my passions outside of school. So since you mentioned your passions outside of school, so as a history teacher, history obviously goes on forever. Um, yes. What is one section of history that you are extremely passionate about? Ooh, that is a great question. Because if you're in my classes, I feel like every day I say, well, this is my favorite thing to talk about because I feel like <laughs> whatever I'm currently talking about is my favorite thing. But eras that I really like talking about more than others, like in American history, I would definitely say the Roaring Twenties um, are one of those fun ones to talk about. The wars are really interesting, of course, like World War One and World War Two to talk about, but they're, they're just so dark as well. So they are very interesting, but they're hard to talk about sometimes, um, especially when you get to the realities of some events like the Holocaust and whatnot. Um, so I don't know, whatever I'm teaching is my favorite. I, I love it all, so I have a hard time picking just one thing. You like the high school athlete that their favorite thing is just whatever season it is. Yeah, that's exactly sure. what I think. Mm -hmm. Do you have a favorite person in history then? Favorite if you don't person? have an era or oh yes I do I love Elizabeth the first um, she's just she was just a woman who defined uh, gender wow. norms and and uh, she was just uh, phenomenal in what she was able to accomplish in England so yes I do have a favorite person <laughs> yeah so as everybody has heard Jane Zimmerman made her appearance in the classroom she was she wasn't good enough to be on just one podcast but she needed to be on another um, <laughs> so um. So, Mrs. DeBoer, can you tell us a little bit about, so, I mean, I know where you're from in Wisconsin, because that, like, northwestern part of Wisconsin is where true history teachers are born and raised. Mm -hmm. um, oh, my. But could, <laughs> could you tell us a little bit about how you became interested in history and why you chose to become a teacher in history? Well, sure. Uh, when I was in high school, I had, well, I just had great teachers overall, um, and when I went, well... I didn't really leave high school wanting to be a teacher. I was going to become a doctor was my plan. Um, but then I kind of realized that I faint at the sight of blood. And um, so maybe that's not the gr greatest thing. But everyone kept telling me that you should be a teacher, you should be a teacher. So I thought I'll just try their advice and see what I think about it. Um, and my freshman year, actually, I got into a classroom. I happened to be in a seventh grade math classroom. Uh, which I would never want to teach seventh grade math. Um, it would not be a good fit for me. Nothing against seventh graders. Um, but I, uh, I just loved it. it. Just the interaction with the students was really fun. Uh, and so then I was trying to decide what to teach. And my favorite teachers in high school, one was a history teacher and one was a chemistry and physics teacher. And he was also actually my cross country coach. So I was just trying to decide which way to go. But I just always loved history more, and I'm just fascinated by people and why people do what they do and um, studying about them. So that's what swayed me to become a history teacher. Mr. Sloviak mentioned that you grew up in Wisconsin. Mm -hmm. So how did you end up in Chatfield? 
Well, so when I graduated high school, I went to school at the University of Nebraska. Both of my parents are from Nebraska, and so I thought it would just be fun to go there. Uh, and my grandparents still live. They lived about an hour and a half away from um, the University of Nebraska. So it was kind of fun to go and see them a lot more than I had because I grew up in Wisconsin, which was nine hours away from where my grandparents lived. So that was really fun um, experience to go to the University of Nebraska and um, see my grandparents more. And after that, I had always wanted to live in the mountains, so I just up and moved to the mountains and found a job there, uh, which was awesome. I just think if you have some place you want to live, just go for it, make it happen. And that's what I did, and um, I lived there for nine years. But then I met a guy, and <laughs> we you know, fell in love, got married, all that kind of stuff. Um, and then we had a kid, and we decided that it would be, um, we kind of wanted to be closer to our families and have our kids grow up closer to their grandparents. Um, and so we moved back here, uh, which is a really kind of random place on the map, but my husband, he's from Northeast Iowa and I'm from Western Wisconsin and Chatfield is about equidistance to both of those places. So it really was random on the map. We kind of we kind of picked Rochester area and we both <laughs> happened to find jobs here. Just through a dart? Yeah, kinda, kinda. Well, no, it was a little bit more directing than that, <laughs> so. Yeah, so that's how we ended up here. Awesome. Yeah. So it's really random. It's kind of random. Yeah. We ended up in Chatfield, but it's kind of awesome that we've both been able to find jobs here, and uh, we love it. Right. Well, we're glad to have you here. Oh, I mean, thanks. she is my department head, so I mean, I kind of got to suck up a little kinda. bit, but I mean, um, <laughs> <laughs> um, so you mentioned that you were going to go into the medical field. Yeah. And how you kind of had that rude awakening of the sight of blood kind of was like, eh. Was <laughs> yeah. there a specific moment when you realized like this medical field thing isn't for me? Like, was there a specific time where you're like, yep, that's it, not doing it? No, I think I was still even toying with the idea when I went into that classroom my freshman year um, of college and just the, just how fun it was and the passion I felt with being in a classroom was really what so that would be the moment. So it wasn't anything really against the medical field, but it, this is way better fit uh, for me than being a doctor. Science is just so gross. It can be, yeah. <laughs> and now that I've had kids, I, it's really cemented the fact that um, that's not for me. That <laughs> field's going to be great for me. Yeah. Um, so that's going to kind of conduct our normal section of an interview. So now we're going to do our five question fire drill. So Abby and I are just going to fire five questions at you. Okay. Answer them as fully, as honestly as you can. Okay. Um, if you're senior, this section took you about five minutes. If you're other people, it takes about a minute to two minutes. So it's completely up to you. Just answer as much as you want to. Um, okay. So Abby, go ahead. What is your favorite dessert? Anything with chocolate in it. Lots and lots of chocolate. Gotcha. What's your favorite thing to do on a Sunday in the fall? Oh, watch the Packers win. Ew. Yeah. That's absolutely. rare, though. Right. It's rare? <laughs> you yeah. must not be a good math Abby student. has not been paying attention. <laughs> 13 and 3 is rare times Rare. Two. Mm -hmm. Okay, this past year, maybe, but... <laughs> <laughs> what is your favorite brand of running shoe? Nike. Hands down. Just that was fast. Yeah. Every, everyone who's been in my class knows I love Nike, or at least taking my economics class knows that. Yeah. If you could run through one spot in the world and to say, like, I did it, what would be that, like, dream bucket list spot you'd want to run through? Like, literally run? Yeah. 
through. Uh, I really, there's a marathon on the Great Wall of China. I would love to do that someday. I don't think my knees will hold up, but that is where I want to run on the Great Wall of China. Like on it? It's on it? Like on it. The marathon is on the Great Wall of China. Wow. Like parts of it. Not the whole thing, but it like goes through and there's a big chunk of it. It's called the Great Wall of China Marathon. That's so cool. So that would be amazing. Wow. But I do want to run every place. Every place I go, whenever I travel, I try to go for a run because it's a great way to explore the world. Yeah. Mm -hmm. What is your favorite movie? Ooh. I have two of them. Okay. Uh, One is A Time to Kill. It's... um, Fantastic. It's from the 90s, so it's kind of older. <laughs> My second one's from the 90s, too. Independence Day with uh, Will Smith. Awesome. Okay. Great movie. Nice. Will Smith saves the day. Those are always the best movies. Will Smith. Mm-hmm. Just, just, he's so good. Yeah, so good. He is so fresh and princey. <laughs> <laughs> but, well, thank you so much for joining us. Um, it's been awesome to hear kind of you and your passion about running and history. Um, People are going to love it. Thank you so much for being on with us. You're welcome. Thanks for having me. Good job, you guys. So it was really cool to hear from Mrs. DeBoer in this week's weekly press conference. Um, It's awesome to hear how much she loves her job. What really stuck out to me, Abby, was just how she, like, I mean, I think it's common, and I think it's not, so it's common for people not to know, but it's also common for teachers to not plan to go into education, and then, like, you have that one moment where you're like, oh. That'd be pretty cool. And I thought it was cool to hear, I mean, not cool. I thought it was kind of funny to hear how she went from wanting to be a doctor yeah. and wanting to go into, like, surgery and stuff like that to being a, sis, uh, a history teacher. Right, I'm not like, even science. Right, right. And then for her to tell us, like, I fainted at the sight of blood. I'm like, yeah, <laughs> you probably made the right choice. Um, so I thought it was cool to hear that. And then obviously, like, she's so passionate about it and loves what she does, um, yeah. whether it's coaching, whether it's school. I think it's just... She's obviously an asset to Chaffield High School, and she's an awesome member of our staff. But uh, she also, it's just crazy to see how she could have been a doctor at Mayo, mm-hmm. but now she's a teacher at Chaffield. So it's pretty cool to see how Mr. Board got to where she is. Yeah. We're well, lucky that her there are two families somehow lie right, Chaffield right in the middle of the two. Right. Right. Thank you, Eau Claire, Wisconsin, and somewhere <laughs> Iowa. But, Walk-on, I think. Well, that's right. It is Walk-on. Thank you, Eau Claire and Wacon. <laughs> Just perfect. <laughs> so, Abby, what is your quote of the week for the people? Our quote of the week revolves around senior results and the accomplishments from state, but also it, a new season starts today. So if you start now, you'll start seeing results one day earlier than if you wait until tomorrow. Start today. Start today. That's so good. <laughs> so, so inspirational. Good. I am inspired. I am, it's going to be a great week. Um, So from us on the Gopher Podcast to all of you out there listening, have a great week. Start whatever your goals are today. What do you say, Abby? Cue the band.